Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, me and Dave know that we often joke about suicide and death, and we just want you to know that we don't really take it lightly. We're actually very concerned about you if you have uh, suicidal thoughts or any sort of suicidal ideation going on in your mind right now, that you would take the time, put down the podcast, and call 1-800-273-TALK. Uh, that's 1-800-273-8255. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They can get you the resources to help you. And Dave and I really want you to stay with us. So we're happy that you're with us and check them out. Thank you. You know just what to do when Out there in podcast land, you're your host of your favorite podcast, the podcast you're currently listening to, and the producer of our podcast. His name is Aristotle. We just found out a really interesting fact about him. He doesn't know who Tom Brady is. <laughs> what a fucking loser! Am I right? We should shove him in a locker and take his food money or whatever. Mean Tom people Brady do. is the king of football. Exactly, he's, he's football's king. He's in charge. He's, How do you not? I don't watch a lot of football but i know who the king of football is aristotle he's the ceo of the patriots he makes the decisions yeah so you know how like a pile of hair is the lead singer of coheed and cambria Uh, (laughs) he's the lead singer of the of football he's he's like a pile of hair played football yeah Like a pile of like greasy curly hair is he's the El Chapo of (laughs) yeah football. He's in charge. He makes the the big decisions. He's the Donald Trump of America. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Donald Trump is the president of hell. (laughs) Well, Tom Brady is the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's how they're similar. And of the dimensions, hell is like the president of the dimensions. It's the best dimension. It really is. All the fun stuff is down there. Well, heaven sounds boring. Man, I hope heaven's got a bar. <laughs> I, you know stupid-ass people say shit like that? Can I get my knob slob in heaven? <laughs> We're all going to be doing coke together with the devil. Yeah, do you know <laughs> how many like, free guitar lessons Jimi Hendrix has to give out? <laughs> I know. I know. This asshole wants but to learn guitar. Okay, like let's Saddam Hussein. Yeah. <laughs> e chord. Great. Just Jimi Hendrix. All right, no, Saddam, I can't teach you guitar. First, I have to teach every lawyer in history. Uh, yeah, that's right. Lawyers go to hell. So, yeah, I said it. I mean, so all I'm so saying is, Dave, are you ready for some football? <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Are you ready? You know what's great about record? Uh, oh, hey, I'm Dave Ross. I'm Hampton Young, and this is Suicide Buddies, a mental health comedy podcast where we joke around a lot about dark shit to help you through that dark shit. Yeah, um, fuck that though, dude. Super Bowl. This is. I mean, this <laughs> wait. Is, let like- me say the thing we got to say real quick. Uh, uh, but if you hear dark jokes about suicide and stuff, just know that we don't take it lightly. It's just how we deal with it. Um, and yeah, what's great about recording this episode is it, we're recording it before the Super Bowl, and it's coming out. After the Super Bowl. <laughs> so really, you should not be listening to this right now. We don't we're gonna take bets on who's gonna win. I mean and you already know. I think the <laughs> the LA Kings are gonna win. Absolutely. <laughs> the Fucking hockey team's gonna come in, win it. Wayne Gretzky is gonna win the Super Bowl for the tenth year <laughs> in a row, in my mind. I'm willing to bet any amount of money, no matter how big. Dude, and I got because I have a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) This is where I make it all back, dude. I lose money all year. My one Super Bowl bet that I always win. Totally. Get it all back. That's the one day a year I work. (laughs) (laughs) Every year I correctly predict the Super Bowl and I make a shitload of money because everyone else guesses wrong. My my Super Bowl predict uh, Tom Brady's going to show up. Tom Brady will be there. I also think that several people from L.A. will be in the crowd. (laughs) Snoop Dogg? Yeah, Snoop Dogg will be there. Fucking Jack Nicholson. Uh, You know, the actor from the the Monkees movie, Head. Uh, (laughs) The Monkees movie. Actually, did you know that? He wrote the movie, The Monkees Head. 
that's starring um, the band The Monkees. Wait, who did? Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he's a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so I know more about the movie Head featuring the monkeys than I do about this year's Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm only recently starting to enjoy sports, and uh, boy, what a trip. I don't know. Football's a long, hard. strange one at that. <laughs> a long, strange one. Of rejecting sports my entire <laughs> life. Didn't you say that you you told me once that you got in a fight with a guy at a comedy club because he called you gay for not liking sports? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, was the manager. It uh, was the <laughs> and, manager. And it was an audience member. The audience member was fucked mm-hmm. up and he started screaming at me on stage because I was wearing a blue shirt and he <laughs> I didn't make the connection and he just goes, Giants suck. Giants suck. And I just do a whole thing about like, it'd be so funny if he was talking about actual giants. Like this man's just had his village crushed, you know, by giants. And he comes to a comedy club and he's like, and the guy's just like, fuck you. Like he doesn't appreciate it, doesn't like it. And at one point, I don't know, I think I kick his feet off the stage. His, he had his feet up on the stage. And I was like, get the fuck off. Like, anyway. Oh trying to pick a fight which i would have very much lost <laughs> and so oh yeah at one point i cleared up with them and i'm like well what are you talking about like, this, the football team i was like oh i don't watch sports i don't like sports and then he goes <laughs> like he just it like it clicks and he's like instead of saying giant suck it's like you're a f-. that's the new thing and so it was i was like whoa this is like really uh violent and my friend was by the stage like he would have jumped in you know sort of things because we were like co-headlining on the road you know and so afterwards i'm talking to the manager and i'm like so this he's like i heard there was an incident this is morty's comedy club in indianapolis it's a genuine (laughs) shithole i've heard of this place (laughs) anyway so he's like um Oh, I heard there was an incident. I'm like, yeah, this guy's yelling, Giants suck, Giants suck. And I find out, oh, he's talking about the team. And I say, mm-hmm. oh, I don't I don't watch sports. Uh, and he started calling me a <laughs> teammate. And the manager stopped. He goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't watch sports? <laughs> then you're a <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> and I collected my things and went outside and cried. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> As it snowed. <laughs> wow. Because I was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. The guy who I was doing it with was uh, Grant Lyon, and he's just like one of the best guys. He's so much fun. Grant Lyon was the one who... He was the co-headliner. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Grant Lyon, my friend, was... <laughs> was the one whose feet you kicked off the stage? Damn. No, no. He's, he's It's funny, man, because like that pretty word uh, that you just said a bunch... <clears throat> Uh, I it I used to hear that word all the time. We can that, boop it if you want. We can put in some boops. Yeah, let's do that. I figured we would. Um, we oh. there's like a time or two in the past we didn't, and I feel like we should have. But the re no the reason I bring it up is it just reminded me like, yeah, we should boop it for the sake of our listeners. I know why you said it. You're telling a story. Oh, it yeah. happened to you. It's yeah. fine. Um, but <laughs> it just is a reminder. Like I don't hear it anymore. Oh, really? And now so now and I used to get called that. All the time. Like, dude. My girlfriend will not stop screaming it when she comes. Wow. <laughs> she actually calls me and calls me that after hey. you guys are having sex. Whoa. Not during, dude. Whoa. It's not weird. Whoa. <laughs> no, it's like an hour later. Well, yeah. While well, you're uh... sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this long, strange trip to sports. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I had experiences like that when I was going through high school and stuff. You know, like, yeah. so it's like I've always had that low-level, like, jock suck. But now I think, like, I, I just have an appreciation for the athleticism. I'm like, oh, wow, they're, like, literally doing impossible shit. Totally. Well, and, dude, you know, know what I think? Maybe you it was the same thing for you and I. But looking back, I, okay, I think I've told you this. I realized in recent years that, I actually unironically like Limp Biscuit. Like when a Limp Biscuit song comes on, there's a pretty big chance I'm gonna love it. Sometimes you gotta do a push-ups. Dude, you gotta totally. blast the shit and do some push-ups, man. I think like people like you and I, I felt so bullied in general by American masculinity that anything that signified manhood or masculinity, I was like, fuck that, I hate that shit, it's garbage. And I don't even know if I did it on purpose. But I just really rejected a lot of things that just approached macho-ness. Hmm. And so now, like, in my adult life, yeah, I, like, I didn't watch a lot of sports. Uh, I was fucked. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. But now I like sports, and I like Limp Biscuit, And I think that a reason 
one, one of the the reason is like now I'm no longer intimidated by it and I'm comfortable with myself. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I actually do like it. I just felt pushed around by it. Well, it's at least part of it for me. Something I've noticed about my own self, like say growing up or just who I am, is like I do really enjoy like violent movies and stuff. But I'm like the most like in my personal life anti-gun or you know whatever. Like, and it's funny that it's like for me like. I think the macho-ness was more defined by um, sports or something. You know, it's yeah. like they were kind of like, at least physically, like let's just say when I'm growing up and I'm a frail, weak kid and they're yeah. like gigantic over me in school. So there's already right. that like level of like discomfort, right? <laughs> totally, but then it's it's more real. It's more, there's like a, there's a wall up when you're watching movies or reading comic books or whatever. And also movies and comic books, especially in the 90s, were obsessed with the underdog becoming the superhero or whatever. It was like a guy gets pushed around in school, like and you know what I mean. But football players yeah. were the guys who do the pushing around. I don't know, dude. I heard that all that stuff inspired rap and Columbine. You're right. <laughs> hip hop and Columbine. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, you I know. Watch my movie, Hip Hop and Bind. I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I try to always remember that like art really doesn't like. Yeah, it's hard though. It's more a reflection of society rather than something that influences society. Um, but growing up in it, yeah, it's hard to feel like to remember that. <laughs> I really internalized a lot of art. It took me for a really long time. Probably I'm still learning it. it. Took me a really long time to learn that um that like uh, when you fall in love with someone that's not necessarily real you know what i mean <laughs> i just seen so many movies where people fall in love i'm like yes yes when you meet someone and you see them and you're attracted to them that relationship will work forever <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> very simple realities in media are just like really sunk in with me i, <laughs> I think, believe for I 30 fucking years love at first sight works Always. if you never break eye contact totally you just, the minute you look away like there's a cute dog to the side no can't look at it you have to maintain eye contact and then you die you, you have to die together totally. after years of living together the reason 500 days of summer didn't work out <laughs> was that on day 499 they stopped. They stopped hanging out for a moment. <laughs> yeah, they, um, that's too many days of summer. Yeah, that's a pretty weird summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, do your math again, buddy. That summer's longer than a year. Yeah, dude. It seems like actually part of that was winter and spring and fall, and then summer again. I just I get like, it. I just like when movies get it right. Yeah, you dude. know. Like, it's like winter is coming, dude. Like, <laughs> April, April is when Game of Thrones starts back up. <laughs> uh, Thank yeah. you for the shout out. Shout out Game shout of Thrones. Shout out Game of Thrones. We saw, dude. You guys, you're uh, right. <laughs> I was um, thinking recently. Okay, wait. This is a dumb bit I want to do, uh, and it's like this guy. Maybe I mentioned this last podcast, but like. I was walking by Georgia's um, computer and a guy was like Facebook messaging her and he was like, excuse me, just want to say you are a princess. <laughs> like, oh my God. I love dudes who do that. <laughs> yeah. Who shoot their shot online, you it's know, crazy. from a distance and they're always like, excuse me, just want to say, I think you deserve to live in a fairy tale kingdom. <laughs> and you are a princess. It's always so epic. Like, I was just looking at that picture of you wearing that dress, and I just wanted to say that no one else wears dresses like you. <laughs> Excuse me. I noticed uh, your big ass, and yeah. I just want to tell you, I think that you are a princess who deserves to live in, like, a Game of Thrones-type <laughs> world where I'm, like, another prince, and we're, like, brother-sister, and we have, like, incestual relations, and I think you deserve that. You deserve uh, a brother-prince fucking. <laughs> Game of Thrones Hello. out in April. <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah, I was uh, looking at your photos and noticing how I wanted to uh, fuck your titties, and I just wanted to let you know that if you want, I would happily buy you clothes and change your life. Excuse me, I can't help but notice you had some exposed nipple, and I want to put you inside of like a pumpkin. <laughs> Take you on a quest. <laughs> I love that yours is always princess. <laughs> something about princess is such a Dude, you're fucking a princess. outdated, insane oh, yeah, thing. Totally. Like, who's like, oh, yeah, yeah, a boy. <laughs> like, what? 
Yeah, honestly, the most ideal situation for my love for you, the only thing that could possibly refre- reflect the level of affection I have for you would be if someone who is not me were to imprison you <laughs> atop a tower. <laughs> Maybe I could climb and your hair. I could either climb your hair or my myself uh, and my... My trusty horse uh, could ride through miles of brambles <laughs> <laughs> and then storm the castle. And then I'd send you a dick pic. And then uh, right before I kick the wooden door in behind which you are imprisoned, I would send you a dick pic. And, uh, a, dick- then, a dickalicious pic of such <laughs> magnitude, you, you can't even uh, personify it. And then one week <laughs> after that, I would ghost you. Then I would ghost you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what a magic experience. Man. I can't believe Disney hasn't made that movie. About the man who just wants to nut. <laughs> and is so inept at hitting on people. I mean, isn't that what Aladdin's about? <laughs> <laughs> A whole new world, yeah, basically. You know what, what I mean? Saying. Well, I mean, once you start yeah. coming, it is a whole new world. Like, Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, yeah. First time, dude. Here's what changed my life. First time I came. First time I took acid. First time I saw Home Alone three. <laughs> you did all those at the same time? No, uh-huh. but reverse order. <laughs> I saw Home Alone three the day I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I took acid on my fifth birthday and I have not come yet. <laughs> I think it's because your parents took you to see Home Alone 3 on the day you were born. That has to traumatize you. Yeah, baby. that'll stop you from that'll coming. That'll stop you. That'll stop you right up. I can't make come because I, I saw movies too early. <laughs> I am still, it's still sitting in the back of my head that like uh getting called a gay slur that I was talking about before and I want to try to talk about it like it's not funny but I was just thinking, it just re- reminded me <laughs> of of my existence as a kid mm-hmm. and like the the period of time where I was getting called the gay slurs liter- there's so much comical about it first of all because I wish I could go back in time and be like do you do you know why you're calling me gay right now? Because it's like, you got good grades. That looks like what it was. You play clarinet and stuff like I that. Hate my dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why they're doing it. Yeah, right? totally. Like, it's, it's definitely a top down thing. Like, that's got to be coming from somewhere. <laughs> it, it, totally. Well, they had nowhere to displace. Yes. And they hear that word from their father or whatever who's saying it to them because, you know, yeah. he fucked them when they were young and it's their fault or whatever. Or it's just abusive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what? what I'm saying. Did I ever um, tell you about this time I, I went to a friend's house and like his stepdad like just straight up like abused him in front of me. Like, Holy shit. What kind crazy. of abuse? Like punched him in the face? Put him in a headlock and like started just like what? throwing him to the ground like shit. He didn't punch him in the face. I mean, I don't think the kid was even trying to like get in a fist fight. It was like, leave right. me alone. And like the guy was like drunk and just like shoving him. I was like, come on. Come on, you know, like goddamn crazy man. shit, man. Yeah, so it's like when I see that, I'm like, that kid. No, there's no way that kid grew up not thinking about that a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it probably that's where like a lot of his anger came from. You know, like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it was fucked stuff up. like that happened to me. Uh, that's the stuff. That's the thing I've been avoiding saying on the show <laughs> recently, but. I guess I'll just say, yeah, that's, that kind of stuff happened to me. And the way that I reacted was by turning inward mm-hmm. and being completely nonviolent. It but created I, a whole other host of problems, but what, I certainly didn't. Yeah. When or I, maybe I did. When I just I, don't remember. Maybe I was misspoke there. I, when no, I think, dude. When, I don't think no, you're wrong. When I think, <laughs> I wait, think that I, a lot of people who got say, bullied by no, their no, dad no. goes to school <laughs> and bullies people. I think that's, that's yeah, accurate. I, well, that's accurate, but mm-hmm. I was thinking about my friend and actually... I was thinking about really his anger and it's like, he wasn't violent. He actually, I, I guarantee you he was internalizing it. Um, so yeah. yeah. And it was like, uh, I definitely am filled with rage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Definitely <laughs> full of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Interesting. Well, it was crazy because like, uh, 
you know, he had to like explain it to me. I could tell that was really painful. Like he invited me over his first friend to come hang out, you know, and then Fuck. like, and that happened. Yeah. And that dude was fucked up too. that stepdad too. Cause, I mean, not just for that. Yeah, for sure. Fucked up behavior, <laughs> yeah, he, definitely. he came up to me. Like he just came in. And I was like, Oh shit, he's home early. And it was like, came up to me. He's like, Oh, you're, you're like Dennis's friend. Uh, here, check this out. It's tiger piss. And he just like puts tiger piss right up in my face. Cause he's been hunting. Whoa. And you use that and it reeks. It's like, tiger piss it's really funny i was like oh god like, and, then he, and then his friend's like he doesn't like that and that's how it all kind of set off oh, you know no and so then we go to his room and it's like he's clearly like trying to not cry and he's like so we're trying to like leave we're like oh my we, god we think like we thought he'd be gone we're we're trying to pick a weekend that he's gone and we're just gonna take off holy like, shit yeah yeah they were trying to like take off in the damn night because fuck him yeah oh yeah the mom was like terrified too like fuck yeah that was really weird i mean i'm lucky that that wasn't you know the type of anger and shit i was dealing with at home like it wasn't very physical um but, but you know to put it mildly my dad is a very angry man no i know we've talked about it <laughs> but i mean yeah you know uh so I, I definitely am lucky it was never like that kind of hostile we got to take off in the middle of the night type of shit yeah it never life. got there yeah for me either <coughs> though maybe i don't know man i was pretty afraid pretty constantly and life is a nightmare <laughs> is that a real song yeah what song is that simple plan oh my god funny. i'm just a kid and life is a nightmare i'm just dude a that's kid so funny man i like is out there of like uh uh kind of what what i uh dealt with a lot last year was that and like it's funny i think that i never felt like i was abused in any way because we never tried to leave in the middle of the night and i never mm -hmm. went to the hospital I th and i think a lot of people feel that way oh yeah going back to what we were saying about movies like the way that movies portray child abuse uh, child abuse child abuse <laughs> get it right idiot <laughs> you just punched me in the face <laughs> now you'll learn how to oh, talk God. about child abuse not like an idiot <laughs> You're such a disappointment. You're trying to talk about child abuse. What is your fucking problem? Oh, uh, wow. That's uh, the abusive therapist. Just stop it. God, you're an idiot. Uh, yeah, you watch these movies, <laughs> movies like Precious and shit, mm -hmm. where the child abuse is just so crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people suffer from child abuse that is not that, where yeah. you're like, okay, well, I oh, wasn't right. abused. Uh, Absolutely, dude. And it's a, <coughs> it's a sliding scale, you know? And it's like, because yeah. I think everyone has, uh, you know, consciousness that can be affected, right? Like, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll get knocked around by life in many different ways and so you'll always be like well it's worse for someone compared else. to the it's worst thing someone yeah. else. but it's like that doesn't mean it's not affecting you almost the exact same way yeah you know what i mean like you you have a brain it it can't survive whatever your definition of trauma is you know yeah in the same level i don't know it's, and yeah i mean just think about it was it violence was it intimidation was it like loud noises i mean these things are are abusive to a child. You Maybe know it was I mean? just kind of a raised eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it them like caring for you deeply and like never at all harming you? That's abuse. That's actually, isn't that Munchausen syndrome? When you love oh, well, your child so much, you start, you don't want them to ever leave. Yeah. And you start like overfeeding or poisoning them and shit and like all that kind of shit. Have you, I think Munchausen is when you make yourself sick in order to get cared for. Oh, so it's And then Munchausen. Munchausen by proxy is when you make them sick so you can care for them. Fuck, dude. We got it. Hell yeah, sick. dude. We got nice, it, dude. Nice. Dude. Nice. Fucking pound it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Sharp Objects is about. Have you seen that show? Uh, On no. HBO? Oh, my God. Really? You got to watch that show. It's so good. It's like the new True Detective. Wait a um, second. Let's promo your <laughs> album recording. Okay. And then let's get into this uh, this story. Um, I, uh, dude, album recording February twelfth. Tickets still on sale. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it's um, this uh, episode drops Thursday, February seventh. So it's coming up. It's this week, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's been. It's been this week. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday, February 12th at The Echo. Two shows, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. You can buy tickets. I mean, all the info's on my website, davetotheross.com. 
if you have a if you want to share a link it's albumrecording.davetotheross.com and uh yeah i don't know i just hope you come it's gonna be fun hampton is performing on one of the shows do you want to do the 10 p.m show yeah either or hell yeah dude nice um yeah hampton will be on the 10 p.m show Tight. A couple other friends it's opening gonna be, for me. I'm going to do a, a banger, fucking dude. hour. <laughs> I've been running the hour, too, and I feel really good about it, man. I'm fucking really stoked to do it. That's so awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, can't dude. wait. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, and I and have, you have uh, your album out in stores. Well, it's in up for Best pre- Buys around the country. <laughs> it's up for pre-sale right now. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. And uh, you can get it through my website, hamptonyunt.com. And I'm going to be selling also like uh, T-shirts and stickers and cassettes. Uh, and I think the t-shirt will probably be like limited. Like it'll be just me selling it and I'll give like download cards with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'll be setting up a store on my website to get the, all this sick shit, dude. It looks amazing. Like my dude. brother, di- my brother did an amazing job with that like, shirt art shirt is design. rad, man. I want one so bad. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to give like all my, all my boys, all my boys eat, you know, <gasps> am I mean? one of your boys? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been one of the boys. I've never been one of the boys. <laughs> Dave, you've never been one of the boys. Now I feel at home. <laughs> Just put me in a headlock and and then I'll try to leave and then I'll feel I'll feel totally safe. <laughs> who, are we, who are we doing this week? Oh, dude. I don't know. <laughs> um we this week we are talking about um how, what's the best way to say this? I guess I'll just say it this way. Well, we're going to talk about the mass suicide at Pilani. Well, okay. Which happened in 1336. Fucking sick. Dude, I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, aren't you going to ask me how uh, quitting smoking has been going for me? <laughs> it's funny. Wow. It's so funny you said that. Also during the break, I was like, oh shit, I never brought up quitting smoking. How is quitting smoking going for you? It's Here's the thing. It's I, I've, I of course don't smoke, but it's me going through you quitting smoking. How has it been for you? It's been rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Has, been have I been a dick? Oh boy, uncommunicative. Sometimes too communicative. Oh you know, wow! Sometimes it's just a blast of emails, and sometimes it's dry as a desert. Uh, let's see. Uh, sometimes you're hard. Sometimes you're soft. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. What else? I just wish you would stay in one state all the time. <laughs> <laughs> one perfect um, and holy state. So, okay. Um, I actually am interested in this. Have I? Oh, ha- no. Have I been moody or anything? No, you've actually been amazing. It is. I was That's like, great to hear. how is it possible that you've not been smoking? Yeah. Well. I, okay. I will say this. So I, I think I said when we recorded last that. Oh yeah. I had that Comedy Central taping mm-hmm. and if and that was day 5 and if it was like really bad I would have a cigarette cuz I don't want to fuck the taping up. Mm-hmm. The that night I felt I was like well I'm feeling some nerves but the uh the smoking thing did not affect me so I didn't have a cigarette and I haven't had one. Oh wow. But wow. The day after the taping I realized that I was wrong and I was fucked up that day. <laughs> And it just like I, it had just been slowly creeping up the withdrawal uh-huh. that that I didn't notice it, but like I had bad withdrawal depression and I was like foggy headed. I think my set came out g- well, um, but I definitely blacked out taping, and uh, I like and at the end of the tape the my set I walked up to people and I was like. <laughs> Did I skip like two minutes of a bit? Because I literally didn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. And the, even I said that to Comedy Central, to 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 Ryan Moran, who right. books that show. And he and I have known each other for years, and I know he likes me, so it's fine. Yeah. But in a grand sense, you probably shouldn't walk up to Comedy Central <laughs> and be like, did I do it okay? <laughs> what happened up there? Yeah. yeah. He's like, what? You're he covered in like, blood and shit. About? You, you were great. And I was like, yeah. okay, good. And I just like walked I off. I think that's happened to me, too, because you're so in the moment, and you're like, don't fuck it up. So yeah. like, I think I did the same thing of like when I did Adam Devine's house party, I walked off stage and was like, did I forget to do a joke? And they're like, 
that was awesome. <laughs> like, go get a fucking bagel. Like whatever. We're, we're doing you other shut stuff. Shut up, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've already moved on from yeah, you. <laughs> totally. If it sucked, well, it's just going to be like that. Well, I'm just wondering, how did you do your, you know, in your face Bill Hicks type of humor without I smoking know. on stage and, you know, <laughs> getting in front of people's faces about, you know, the government? I know. It's true, man. It's, it's honestly very difficult to question authority if you don't smoke <laughs> cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> Bill Hicks was a cigarette. One of my favorite, by the way, my favorite things that has happened in recent artistic history. Uh, autistic history. In autism history. <laughs> uh, is, I mean, it's honestly like culturally maybe the funniest thing we've ever done. You know the band Pennywise? Yeah. They have a song called Fuck Authority <laughs> that was censored and on the radio. <laughs> And I just, the fact that that happened is so, it literally just goes, beep, authority. <laughs> beep, authority. Silent majority. <laughs> yeah, authority. authority. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're really giving it to authority right now, man. Authority's so mad. <laughs> yeah. I hate authority, but I love it. I want money. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so like day five, that was when I taped. I was like really foggy. I didn't really entirely get it. Yeah, you already said this, you foggy. And then the next day, yeah, you're foggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you idiot. But then the next day was bad. It was like, uh. luckily I didn't have anything to do that day. It was like, I was really, really depressed and anxious. And I, I don't know, I just kept feeling weird in my body and having to like sit down and then stand up again. And hmm. I um, called the girl I'm dating. Watch out. What'd you call dating her? Dating a girl. Yeah. I called her, hey, girl, I'm dating. Uh, and we talked for a while. And I was just like, we were supposed to hang out that night. And I was like, uh, listen, we should really not hang out tonight. Yeah. It just wouldn't. I'm just not. I'm just going crazy. I talked to her and it felt better because mm -hmm. she's nice to me. you know. <laughs> uh, but still, it was, it was rough. Not like authority. Yeah, not like authority, which is mean to Girlfriends me. Girlfriends are yeah. good. Authority sucks. Fuck authority. <laughs> Women are pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. And then like the day after that, it just, I, I had to get on a plane. I just woke up and it was just, the withdrawal was just done. And ever since I felt fine. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. I've been oh. drinking a lot of water. So thank you to your, you and your hints have been quite helpful. Thanks. You know, what's great is everyone keeps posting about those. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to say. Like the bit is that, they probably are real hints, but it's the most obnoxious things right. you could be told if you were if you have depression is drink more water, do push-ups, maybe go outside. Hey, totally. look at a dog. You have a gun in your mouth. <laughs> have some water. Communicate with people more. <laughs> it's like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up, asshole. <laughs> but they are correct. They are th Well, that's the thing is everyone keeps writing. He's mm -hmm. like, you know, I shit on it at first, but I've actually been drinking a lot of water. <laughs> it helps, dude. <laughs> well, at least you're not thirsty. It helps right? with withdrawal depressions. I don't know. If I'm thirsty, everything else kind of sucks. Uh, Dave's drinking water illiterate. Oh, <laughs> I'm regular illiterate. He's drinking water illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm regular illiterate. <laughs> yeah, man. Can you believe R. Kelly's illiterate? That's like the worst thing about him. So wait, <laughs> hey, that's a bonus episode, guys. Bonus. Check out the Patreon. It's uh, it's really good. Pay, pay, you know pay, pay, pay. I'll say it. It's better. <laughs> it is. It's better. Yeah, because there's none of this mental health bullshit. None of it. We never get real on the, on the Patreon, except for when we talk about God and the universe and life and movies we love. You know, it's Scream about Don't join the Patreon. It sucks. It's the best thing ever. It sucks. Speaking of which, let's talk about the mass suicide at Pilani in 1336. Also, that? I got to say, you're being a little greedy here. Mass suicide, Dave? Yeah, sorry. You're Boston suicide. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Boston mass, mass. Uh, pretty good. my favorite mass <laughs> <laughs> hey Einstein you talking about Boston <laughs> you know Boston suicide was the original name for the Celtics <laughs> you know energy no? equals nothing huh mass. <laughs> nothing at all <laughs> it's fine <laughs> what if the Boston Celtics were called the mass suicide that'd be pretty funny that'd be pretty okay, that'd funny be pretty good, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. God damn it. <laughs> God, fuck. 
<laughs> um, okay, so this still to this day is the the largest mass suicide in human history, in recorded history. Possibly there's something that happened in like prehistory, but really, wow, yeah. that's incredible. Even the, the one at the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Was there a suicide at no, the Playboy Mansion? No, I'm just trying to think of like a massive event suicide. Yeah, I guess I can't really think of any other than um, Dude, Jonestown. like Jonestown and shit? That was yeah. just hundreds. This yeah. is thousands of people committed suicide. Thousands. Wow. Um, and there were like cases of... Um, there were other cases of like hundreds and hundreds or thousands of people. And um, there's a ma- an Indian ritualistic mass suicide called Johar that was done a handful of times at like around like zero AD um, or like the a thousand years post or pre that where uh, a town would get raided and the women would all kill themselves. So they wouldn't get hurt by the invaders. Yeah. But it was never approaching this amount, which was at the, at least 4,000 people killed themselves oh my god during one battle yeah <laughs> it's crazy oh, whoa so that's the circumstances around it yeah okay so a little bit of backstory this happened during the lithuanian crusade and so basically starting at the end of the 11th century the romans in europe i'm sorry roman catholics in europe started attacking the Middle East, which is what we now refer to as the Crusades. That's how the Crusades are most popularly mm-hmm. known. When we would go to Mecca, Mesopotamia, whatever, and just kill people because we wanted the Holy Land. <laughs> also, keep in mind, uh, good visual, uh, a man who's Lithuanian is Charles Bronson. Is it true? Yes. Wow. <laughs> that is going to make this a little bit funnier. imagine people killing a lot of Charles Bronson. <laughs> okay, so, so Lithuania is in Eastern Europe, Close to Russia, you know, and was, I think, part of the USSR. I've, I believe that's true. Sure. Um, so, yeah, for two centuries, Roman Catholics are just attacking the fuck out of the Middle East. And we kill a ton of people, but also a ton of our people die. And it basically doesn't work. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's like both sides are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, they, it takes two. they gain ground on us a lot. And so by the beginning of the 14th century by about 1300 um a lot of different orders of catholics throughout western europe are getting frustrated and so they decide to change their focus to other pagans and try to convert them rather than trying to take over the holy land and so all of these other crusades started and one of them is the lithuanian crusade which is also refer it's referred to uh, it's part of the northern crusades okay so yeah it's so funny that like i was raised catholic and to me catholic is like wearing a blazer and I wearing know. a little bow tie but and then as you go back thousands of years it's like no it's slaughter <laughs> dude it's slaughter and gold at all costs <laughs> it's literally like we we okay we have to kill someone we have to win and we're not winning there Torture. so let's go closer to home that's what literally what they're doing uh yeah and I'm like, oh, Catholic, I'm a good little boy, and I'm going to say my prayers every night and say grace before dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Mumsy, can I have a toy for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Mumsy. I love it. Uh, yeah, so the Lithuanian crusade was basically entirely driven by the Teutonic Order, and the the full name of the Teutonic Order is Order of Brothers of the German House of St. Mary in Jerusalem. So they're German Roman Catholics. Um, I don't have a, a right away an opinion about it, but it doesn't sound great. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, just I guess it's just important to know that they're German Roman Catholic knights who basically just decided out of nowhere, fuck Lithuania. Lithuania. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure this is in some way like a lot of, you know, the church is basically politics right. of the time, you know. I mean, the church was bigger than the state, you know, they would confirm the king as like, well, he's the real king, you know? Yeah. And it's, so it's like, they're, everything is politically motivated, you know, if there they want to start a war, to be history it's either they want to take the land at the very least, yeah, yeah. you know, and set up shop there, but I mean, it's motivated. Also, the ruler of Lithuania, the grand, I think it's pronounced Duchy, D-U-C-H-Y, the Douche. grand ducky. Duchy. The, the, the big duck of Lithuania. The big duck. He's pagan, and so Lithuania as a block are Uh pagan. And so I would also imagine, even if that weren't there, that it's just an excuse 
to conquer and own a yeah. massive plot of land. Isn't pagan just anyone who's not Catholic, yes, basically? exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't Muslim know. Muslim would be pagan, right? No. No? No, they don't consider, no, pagan is like. I think it just means like, I'm just saying. It doesn't I'm mean not, not Christian. It. They definitely consider there were Muslims. And they, I think they still called them all heathens. Okay. But pagans are, um, they believe in like blood sacrifice and something that is not a single God oh, religion, I, I, I believe. I hear you. Okay. The difference is uh, Aristotle uh, kindly handed me his computer. Um, paganism, I think, more de- uh, depends on like uh, polytheism. Yeah. So it's like totally. having many deities and that's pagan. Right. You know? Yeah. I wonder if they would even. I mean, there's also a difference between paganism and animism, but I, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, animorphs that yeah. book series. Pagan yeah. refers to the old, <laughs> the old religions that they all believed. Uh-huh. That I think the pagan religions were what people believed locally, mm-hmm. and then these monotheistic religions came up and sort of spread. Yeah. And took over massive like areas. McDonald's. Yeah, basically. It was, it was corporate religion. <laughs> and they were like, we're sick of your fucking local chain. <laughs> I, 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 I used to do a joke that was like, yeah, like that's the pitch for monotheism. It's like, how would you like to have all the special abilities of all your 40 deities and all of the, like, in one <laughs> like, big and all man of the in shame the sky. In oh, one <laughs> deity. So the Teutonic Order decides to convert uh, the big duck of Lithuania to Roman Catholicism. And on February 25th, 1336, they march on the fortress at Pilanai, which... They're trying they, to convert him? Yes, they want to convert him. And so they're going to conquer his entire country and be like, just change, <laughs> basically. I mean, that's how the Crusades worked. Wow. They were like, we're just going to kill so many people that they're like, fine, we'll convert. Oh, I, I believe. We, uh, <laughs> I get it. Jesus was cool. <laughs> Please do not kill my family. <laughs> I'll just say I believe that. Well, yeah. All I gotta say is, guys, you catch you catch more flies with honey. <laughs> you do with oil. Man, the guy who said that in 1336 <laughs> definitely got murdered. <laughs> hey, come on. Hey, guys. So uh, they march on the fortress of Pilani. They're not really sure. People are not really sure where exactly Pilani was. They know that it was in Lithuania. But I know I want it. There are... I mean, no, they knew then, but yeah. historians don't know. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Well, so much has changed in the sort of, like, geographical... Like what? ...landscape. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> what? Name them all. Name anything um, that's changed. But they do... They think that it is in a town... Outside of a town called Punia in Lithuania. <laughs> Hell, yes. <laughs> Hell, yes. <laughs> is the mayor Punitang? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, the big duck of Poontown. <laughs> Fucking, he just killed himself. All right, that's the episode. Don't kill yourself. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, so as the story goes, the Teutonic Knights march on the fortress at Pilani, and this had been this had been coming. They'd known this was coming. Mm-hmm. So the surrounding towns, people just fled the surrounding towns and went to this fortress to to like hold up in the fortress and defend it. So there were 4,000 men, there were 4,000 soldiers there to defend the fortress from the Teutonic Knights, but there were still more Teutonic Knights than there were people defending. And the Teutonic Knights were like, they were crazy fucking highly trained, insane knights. They're huge, yeah, I've seen pictures. They're like the big like... Yeah, they look like almost like a robot. They're what like you think of when you think of an evil knight. Yeah, they're like completely <laughs> covered in metal, and yeah. they ride horses covered in metal. You know, it's fucking metal, <laughs> sounds, dude. Yeah, sounds pretty nice. But you're saying there were more knights than the people who could defend. Yeah, they were over. They were definitely it's overwhelmed. Insane. They brought that many people. And so, as the story goes, as Lithuanian folklore goes, um, the the four thousand men fought and fought and fought and fought. And just lost and lost and lost. And so rather than get captured and give literally any of their resources to the Teutonic Knights, they, all of the women and children and all 4,000 men committed suicide. Some of them were the men killing the women and children. Oh boy. Uh, Yeah. And then, but before they all killed themselves, they burned the entire castle to the ground. So they like... (laughs) 
they committed suicide and burned everything so there was nothing left at all. And the Teutonic Knights got literally nothing from them. Sounds like they had a real death wish. (laughs) (laughs) Even if that weren't a Charles Bronson reference, that would have been hilarious. Sounds like they want to get a death wish going. Holy shit. So there are some, I don't know. That's so funny that like the the Knights show up and they're like, somebody already did, yeah. Who did Fuck. this? Who did this? Yeah. Who beat us to it? <laughs> and like, so there are a lot of, there's some more things I want to tell you about it too, but there are a lot of things in this I want to talk about. The first is uh, that like, this is, this is like one of the stories in Lithuanian culture that is told. Um, it's considered a deeply heroic act. Mm-hmm. And that one I think is interesting and we should talk about. But also, it's mm-hmm. considered a deeply heroic act. And, and even though they did that, the Teutonic Knights just kept attacking Lithuania for 100 years. Even though they surrendered like 20 years after that, they were like, yeah, but. And then oh they just God. kept killing everybody. Until in 1410, Lithuania was like, fine, we are Roman Catholics. Yeah, it's like, I don't think uh, you get it. <laughs> yeah. They want to kill you. Yeah. There's no compromise. They don't here. like you. Yeah, they, yeah. based on nothing, they literally <laughs> got like thousands of their own men on boats, traveled across the world to go murder you. There's no reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> just do what they just say. Do what they say. That's insane. Yeah, dude. These are robots. These are robots made of metal. These are aliens built to kill. Well, um, not to be all Bill Maher, but I'm just going to say it. All right. If you're a Roman Catholic Teutonic Knight, um, how about you don't kill all the Lithuanians? <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, Dude, I've never really heard someone describe why I hate Bill Maher, and I now know why. I never really realized it, except for the fact that he's a xenophobic racist piece of shit. Yeah, it's like if uh, a condescending <laughs> smirk was a person. <laughs> Just, I read a book yesterday before yeah. you. Um, <laughs> I know rule, something. Racism is bad. He really is like that. God, um, I hate him. Pool rule, no diving. <laughs> Uh, new pool, indoor. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. The Catholic Church, not good guys. I don't know. They're, just, they're so um, insanely evil. Like probably one of the most insanely <laughs> like world-conquering, clandestine, Dude. evil organizations I've ever seen. I, know, I mean, it's, it's kind like of insane. the worst thing that's happened to this world. Yeah, it's um, like, look at like how we, we're just happy if the Pope is like not a monster. Yeah. Like if the Pope is just like, hey, gay people, they go to heaven and whatever. You know, like, he's amazing. He should talk to the president. Can you believe he thinks basic human things? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the thing that really struck me about that is that that's a heroic story. Yeah. And I understand the logic of it being a heroic story, but it's such a heroic story that it's like something parents tell their kids. Literally, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at Charles Bronson's face and you see that story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Four thousand of my people killed themselves and they're heroes. And that's good. And that's good, baby. <laughs> totally. Son, I want you to know something. If anyone ever hurts you, kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very weird message to send as a whole culture. Charles um, Bronson always ends uh, sentences with the word kinda all the time. Does he? Yeah, and he'll say like, uh, you're gonna die, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> really? Before you shoot somebody? <laughs> you're gonna die, kinda. <laughs> oh my God, that's fucking great. Um, it's like, it's glorified by the Lithuanian people in so many ways, there is here. I'll show it to you. There's a painting by Vla. Vla how do you say it? Vladislav Majeranowski. No, it's pronounced Dracula. Um, oh, Dracula. There's a painting by Dracula. Okay, and this painting is so wow. the guy who. Oh, it's a yeah, wow. Duke Margeris is the name of the leader of the soldiers at Pilani. And so this is a painting of a battle. He's outside the fortress, standing on a rock, surrounded by his women and guards. And he is, they're obviously losing the battle, and he is stabbing himself in the heart in the center of this wow. battle. Um, it's kind of insane that the whole battle had to pause for so long for so that they could paint that. I know. That I don't know how they amazing did. Amazing painting. 
That's insane. Everybody Either stop. Either that or this photo looks like <laughs> shit. <laughs> Everybody stop fighting. We have to listen. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. you make me not look fat? That's <laughs> so, all I ask. I know this is going to be a story be, of heroism. I will be slitting my throat. I would like to be a thin hero. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be hot. Hot hero. I want people, fi- I want children 500 years from now to want to fuck me. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking when I look at this beautiful painting. That's really fun. Yeah. So, okay. So there's that. That's a really famous painting, especially like in Lithuania. Painting. Yeah, totally. Um, it's got all these angles and shit to it um, and like lighting. There's a lot of uh, weird like, like sadness in the faces. Yeah. And yeah. it's also like they're, they, in the painting, like the fortress is basically gone. Like it's all demolished, so it's very much like a kind of an interpretation or like a totally. It's like really it's fun, and also he is on top of a a sort of butte that is lined up perfectly with the burning fortress in the background. They definitely like yeah yeah took some um, artistic license to make it look extreme. Dude, Uh, this (laughs) this movie looks sick. Yeah, dude, (laughs) this looks like a blockbuster movie cover. This ain't no Home Alone (laughs) three. Um, so there's that. There's also like a lot. There, there is a uh, there's a really famous epic poem called Margier by Vladislav Cyro Dracula. Dracula, another person named Vladislav. Um, and at first, when I read the phrase epic poem, I, w- I was like, I'm gonna try to find the poem, and then I forgot. Epic poem means a, a two thousand page book. <laughs> it's yeah, a book. yeah, totally. And so you're like three of these words rhyme. Like, There's an the opera uh, by Vytautos Klova, Dracula, uh, <laughs> called Peel and I. Um, and then also in Punia in Lithuania <laughs> on <Yes. laughs> this area. <laughs> right in the Punia. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. You are correct, sir. It's funny because they're not even sure that this is the location of the fortress, but there's this area called Margiris Hill outside Punia, Lithuania, and since people think it's there, it's like the attraction of uh, visiting Punia, Lithuania. There is a stone with like a little uh, like soldier, a little bit of a carving into it, and then there's an engraving of a poem that is also about this... um, uh, this mass suicide. It goes, at, the world is a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it's a poem by Myronis called Ant Punios Calno. And then the inscription is this This is the grave of the Margis giants. Though six ages passed, like them, just a handful of ashes, but tell more than the living. Jesus. I know. Here, look. This is the, this is the rock. And if you can look at it, it's hmm. so funny. It's. Not attractive, and it's no. on like a dirty hill. It kind of looks actually <laughs> like less like a real rock. Like it's got this, like it's been cut and totally. shaped and everything. And then there is a design on it. So it just looks kind of like a weird, like. It looks like they didn't try that hard to make a, <laughs> a sculpture. Here's a wider look. That's what it looks like, man. Oh, it's yeah, just a definitely. dirty hill that you would find like behind your house in Pennsylvania. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and they're like, put the rock there. Yes. <laughs> they're all heroes. <laughs> I, I love like the whole thing of like pilgrimages. Yeah. Like even like Catholics have this where it's like there was one time when I was a kid, I forget where I was in this weird like um, it's like a church or a museum, but uh it was like in Italy and they had um, like bones right behind this like religious display. There's mm-hmm. glass. And then it's like the Virgin Mary's like vagina bone. It like literally is like so simplistic. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like people would just come like you'd be like, this is one fingernail of Christ. And people would like travel a thousand miles like that used to be what tourism was. Yeah. It's like we're going to do we're going to like cleanse ourselves by going on this journey uh, we'll feel great. We'll go see family, and we'll go see that item. You know that yeah. one religious item, and come back. <laughs> it's like I wonder it's just weird bland tourism. I wonder if that's what this is like. I really for do. Lithuanians. It's yeah. I want to know. It looks like this is this thing that you. I mean, if they treat it like the story of heroism, right? And it's yeah. a b- big part of their culture. Then I would say that this is something that people you just travel. It seems travel, like look please, at it. Yeah, please look it up and find this thing. It's. It's Margiris Hill, M-A-R-G-I-R-I-S. 
in Punia, P-U-N-I-A. In Punia. And it really is, it is really, really stupid. Te- it's really <laughs> dumb looking. Yeah. It's really yeah. crazy just how lame of a monument this is. Um, how about <laughs> you build a better monument to your atrocities? <laughs> Uh, how about you spend more than 15 bucks? But, I mean, it's been there for a long time. And like I said, there are epic poems and uh, so much other poetry. And there's a fucking opera. Like, this is a big deal in Lithuanian culture. Wow. Um, and that, I say all that uh, to say two things. The first is, like, I, I really do have a massive problem with considering suicide heroism. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of cultures do, Japanese oh, culture. Oh, no, this is like insane behavior. Yeah. They murdered their own people. They cut their own women and, and children's throats. It's been almost a thousand years since it happened, and and people are like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just telling of the strength <laughs> of the Lithuanian people. Oh, come on. Yeah. You all remember, oh, the genocide we <laughs> yeah, all yeah. love because we Self-genocide. all got to die <laughs> and the women were screaming and the children were kicked downstairs and the men were violent <laughs> yeah and you but you know that it was a good thing because they didn't get our cows yeah it's literally like awful violent just surrender bro just <laughs> just surrender dude uh, please just god speak, yeah i'm sure like, value human life the, How about like that? women and children who are about to like get their throats slit are like wait who's jesus <laughs> Just, I'll just, say, just explain <laughs> at all what it. Uh, oh, what he like makes a lot of bread out of little bread. And I don't have to like eat eat goat. I, like, I don't have to eat a dead goat. Walk on water. <laughs> this dude sounds fucking sick. You do realize that in our religion, we kill a woman once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the, the snake god in heaven? Why would a snake be in heaven? Like, yeah, these Catholics seem like really shitty and violent, but I don't know what's the difference, man. We all suck. Um, <laughs> but to okay. be fair, they were like awful Terminator, German they Terminators were, coming to basically do the exact thing. So they also got rid of all their food and like supplies, right? Yeah, they just totally. To they just didn't want to give them. And I will say, yeah, they probably were like all going to be raped and killed uh, anyway. So they're like, well, let's do it on our own terms. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm either. saying it it's kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other. I would rather. <laughs> 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 Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl bet. <laughs> what are your odds on this? Yeah, dude, Rams Patriots. I mean, fuck them both, dude. Dude, the sports. Patriots invaded mm. Lithuania and murdered everybody. Okay, but here's the thing. So that's like this massive epic story told to Lithuanian people, right? And then like. A little while after, so that got popularized as a story in like the 1500s or something. And then in like the 17 and 1800s, historians found out that that is not what happened. They did all commit suicide, but but they did not fight off the people. Basically, the actual thing that happened is the Teutonic Knights showed up at the castle and immediately everyone killed themselves. Really? Yeah. Like... The actual story is <laughs> they showed up in the distance and the defenders were like, fuck! And they went into a panic and just started burning shit immediately. Oh my God. Totally. So it God. was not at all heroic. They were like hilariously scared. It's like the Three Stooges <laughs> running around. Yeah. No! No! Oh, I'm burning it! I'm burning the hay! Should yeah. I burn more hay? No! <laughs> and yeah, the, the one person that was trying to call them down was Duke Margeris, who was like, no, we should fight. And everyone was like, you're they're insane fuck that they're crazy and they all were just killing themselves oh a group God. of a group of the knights defending more, more the fortress the way that they reacted but basically like everyone in the castle who had a horse was like let's try to leave but the way that the fortress is set up is the the land was surrounded by the teutonic knights so they tried to ride their horses through the invading knights to try to escape that oh, way. Oh, yeah, good. And they, and they just all got killed. Let's run through their swords. <laughs> yeah. That's, all the swords can't kill all of us. That's, That's that was the logic. fucking awesome. And then because of that, so they lost like all of their um, cavalry. And so for the Teutonic Knights to take over the suburbs surrounding the fortress was no effort at all. They just walked right. in and they were like, 
Hi. Okay, well. <laughs> the Teutonic Knights just show up to the cast, like to the fort, knock on the door, and they're just like, hey, we need directions. I'm like, oh, fuck, let's go kill ourselves. They, 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 I think they said they want to kill us. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I heard they said they're going to rape and murder everybody. Um, no, we weren't going to. Uh, but... I see some smoke. You guys okay? Behind that wall? Everything okay over there? You guys okay? <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, so, like, the cavalry, I think, is what who was defending the suburbs, and they were like, shit! <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if, a, if a Mormon came up to my door, I'd kill myself. Um, That's an invasion. Dude, you don't know think the other day? <laughs> my property? Show me one difference between Mormons and polyamorous people. <laughs> <laughs> one fucking one difference. One fucking difference. Um, yeah, so then... So that's all happening. And then at a certain point, Duke Margeris completely loses heart and just kills his wife and guards. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so the painting, <laughs> they just found out that the painting of him stabbing himself in the middle of a battle is just wrong. <laughs> he was in the castle. Everyone else is killing themselves. And he was like, well, shit. And he just kills his wife and tells his guards, I have to kill you. And they all agreed. He killed them. And then he killed himself. Not before burning everything. And then the Teutonic Knights uh, definitely got like a lot of their shit. They didn't get to burn everything. And so oh, man. I like this. I like telling this story because, first of all, Wait, that, that difference is kind of funny. That, I mean, let's just be honest. It's kind of funny. That Duke <laughs> killed his princess. That Duke yeah. did not respect his princess. I'm sorry, <laughs> Hampton, but he did not respect his princess. No. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel disrespected. <laughs> you wouldn't, dude. You don't do that to your princess. princess. Not to your princess. <laughs> uh, I. So, like, what all that means is a very human thing happened, huh. which was terrifying. People showed up, and everyone lost their minds. A lot of fuck ups. Yeah, and as you would. If you saw a fucking demon walking toward you, you yeah. would just be freak out. I imagine it was a pretty scary army. Yeah. I mean, also the like the uh the myth of them had been told for like 200 years now. They've really? Been, I mean, the crusades of the Middle East have been know. happening since 1100, a little bit before 1100. So, just the idea of Catholics coming and killing you, people have been talking about for 200 fucking years. Gotcha. Uh, and now the two Tommy Knights have been doing this for what, like 50 years? And so they knew what it was going to be like. Um, so they freaked out. And then because uh, they want to be perceived as strong, courageous people, it turned into this tale of right. extreme heroism. And I guess it just like... I really, I just want us to stop doing this as a fucking species. We're like, it's so funny because we're battling with it now as a culture in America. We're now like trying to accept mental illness as a normal thing that a lot of people have because of thousands of years of us just being told that men are strong and we're strong people. When in reality, there has never been a time in human history where it wasn't where we weren't all really fucking scared and crazy all the time. I'm strong. Uh, okay, no, you're right. Army strong. No, good point. Army strong. Hampton strong. Yeah, too. and I guess I'm just saying, like, how how great would it have been if the story was like, no, these scary people showed up and we were scared because it's okay to be scared. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, that would be legitimately incredible. Charles Bronson. It's okay to be frightened like a little kinda. girl. Kinda. I was scared, kind of. I was a little girl, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I cried a lot, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to make that point. No, like, that's we could all just really be. Where would we be at as a species <laughs> if we just were honest the whole time? Yeah. How many stories have you heard about being strong? We say all the time, like the great generation, the greatest generation. We're such cowards compared to our granddads. <laughs> but then you hear the reality of World War II, which is that they were all. They all felt so terrible about killing people that 90% of them didn't even shoot at the Germans. Yeah, shit like that. They all just shot over their heads. But we're told these fucking stories, and it just pisses me off. I just thought they were <laughs> taller. <Yeah. laughs> 
no, I, I always think about that. I mean, most history has been revised, right? You yeah. know, it's usually they say by the successors, but I also think the people who lose definitely write their own, see, clearly like, their own version of it. Because no, you, we had our own you, type of strength. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somehow, like you're you're you know proud people, even though you've been decimated or whatever, and it's like that can be all true, but it's also like. Well, that's not the takeaway. The takeaway is these fucking guys are sociopathic murderers. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, yeah, you don't have to be perceived as stronger than them because they're clearly the villains. <laughs> and that should be bad to do. And I just r- really hope that we can get past our obsession as humans with strength. I, love I think the, Yeah, is- they tried to kill this. <laughs> oh, nice try. I think so many problems would be solved if we would all just be like, oh, we are all weak. <laughs> We're all weak, and then let's move on from there. You know what I mean? I've been very weak. (laughs) So look at me. Cocked my head to the side, and I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) Tucked my head to the side, and I'm crying. Cocked my head to the side, and now I'm crying. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, uh, that it's a strength that is actually not really considered is kind of being... Accepting your weakness. (laughs) Accepting your weakness, exactly. Being okay with yourself. It allows you to actually get stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Well, man, that was incredible. Thanks for that was doing awesome. that, dude. Thanks, man. Do more like that. Okay, dude. Less like the others. More like that. <laughs> Hampton Strong. Yeah, thank you guys all uh, for listening uh, with us. Subscribe to our Patreon if you would like more. Um, we don't have an episode coming out this week, but we do drop two bonus episodes per month. It's patreon.com slash suicide buddies. Come to my album recording at the Echo February 12th. Pre-order uh, Hampton's album, Able. And we'll see you all next time. Yeah, glad you're alive. Glad you're alive. Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. Remember, these suicide jokes that we tell, we do it because we are dark people that joke around about our own pain, and we hope that that'll help you and make you laugh. It's not because we think people committing suicide is funny or that we take suicide lightly. So if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, please, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline right away. The number is 1-800-273-TALK. They're always there. They will hear you, and they know what you've been through. So call if you need it, or reach out to people in your life, or whoever. There are resources. Feel better. Stay here with us on Earth. Glad you're alive, and thanks again for listening. <laughs>